10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3. Good luck, studio. Oh, oh, it's that time again. Uh, Paul Chandler's going to start this whole thing he does. It's called the Shylock Podcast. Probably going to start any minute now. Anyway, I think you'll enjoy it. Okay, sit back and relax. All I wanted was a pie. And then I hatched out of an egg. Okay, bring the mic over. He's ready to record. It's the quiet ones you've got to watch, you know. Is it metaphorical? Is it, is it deep? Is it deep? <laughs> Boy, he's not all that shy is right. <laughs> Blimey, Governor. It's the Shy Life Podcast. Hello and welcome to yet another episode of the Shy Life Podcast with me, Paul the Shayetti. How are you doing? I'm all right. Ah, oh, well, I, I'm rattling along with the intros because uh, I've got quite a lot going on this episode. Um, we're due to have Warren arriving in, in oh, well, only a few minutes, so I'm, I'm trying to get everything ready for him. Um, I've got, I'm asking his advice because I'm concerned about his Uncle John and, and Cromartie. The relationship's got into a sort of, I wouldn't say it's toxic, but it's not right. And Anyway, I, I want to talk to Warren because I think of all the people I know, he, he's the sort of person who, you know, he, he's got a certain... He's got, a, he's got a certain something, a certain a certain authority. That's the word I was looking for, and, and I think he could perhaps help sort out. Also, I want to talk to him about two more years in TV. But uh, anyway, um, let's run the theme music anyway. And when we come back, uh, Warren will be here, and uh, we can get on. Uh, and I'll, I'll explain a bit more as I explain to him. So, okay, run that theme music. You won't find a cast of characters like this everywhere. Hello, Paul. Uh, I'll go anywhere for potato. Delicious. Hello, campers. How are you? You quite like a big fan, don't you, Paul? Go shy, Yeti. Oh, has he ever found out my secret? I think he has. If you thought that was bad, just listen to this. It's the Shy Life Podcast. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. Yeah, I am strangely drawn to Yeti Uncle John's angles as well. <laughs> but has the Shy Life Podcast laid down? I don't think so. It's all green. It's here. Yum, 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 yum. Has everyone seen my hot sausage? <laughs> hello, 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 hello. Right, so uh, looking at my watch while I'll be here any minute now. Uh, oh, now the phone's ringing. Hello, Shayeti. Uh, hello, can I help? Uh, hello, Bikes, and how are you? Good evening. Um, 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 after Yeti Uncle John. You know, Yeti Uncle John, Johnny, Johnny boy. Johnny Yeti, yes. Yeti Uncle Johnny boy. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, he does live here, but he's he's not actually here at, at the moment. Um, could you, could you speak up? Could you speak up, lad? I'm in foundry. Oh, sorry. Um, Yeti Uncle John lives here, but he's not available at the moment. Can I take a message? He'll call you back. Yes. Could uh, you, well, who's, who's speaking? Could you tell him, Coconut, Coconut, Coconut Jim? I said, Coconut Jim, lad. Right, right. Yes, I've heard of you. I've heard of you. I, uh, does he have your number? He has your number, does he? Tattooed on the back of his neck. Oh, right, yes. Good. Okay. Um, um, I'll, I'll, I'll let him know you've called and he'll call you back. Coconut Jim, um, you got that, lad? 
Yes, coconut gym. Coconut yes, gym, yeah. Yes. Good right. lad. Okay, <laughs> thank you. Bye-bye for now. Mm-hmm. Goodbye. Bye. <laughs> Blimey. Coconut Jim, I've heard of him. He was in shame jail with Yeti Uncle John. Look, we haven't got time to talk about Coconut Jim right now. I've written it as a note. I'll tell him later on in the show. Um, yes, right. Um, let me just put my knickers on and um, uh, Warren will be here by then. So uh, let's put some music on and... Watch out for chafing. Oh, he's still here. I'm still on the phone, lad. You didn't put it on receiver. Watch out for oh, chafing. No. I will, sorry. Um, yes, I'll just get myself dressed and, and Ron will be here any minute now. Listen to some music quick and then we'll get right. time yes for a change yeah it does oh, make a change mind you keep your equipment free from dust and rust yeah i, I apologize previous episodes when you've been here I, I just haven't been fully ready but you know i just <laughs> well that, that's your opinion well you know you know you know when you do podcasters you, you know when you do podcast you know when you do podcasts um that's easy for you to say you know well yeah um you know how you're sort of behind the mic, you can't see the people you're talking to. Poor old Mike. So you kind of get used to sort of, it's a bit like doing Zoom calls or Zoom meetings when in the pandemic and things. You know, you're sitting there with a shirt on, but underneath you get your, your, your pants on. Or um, I, I forget that sometimes people actually come into the studio and I'm not fully dressed. So I do apologise for people. Well, whatever time, you're comfortable so. in, whatever you're comfortable. Uh, well, you said just yeah. let it all hang out, man. Yeah. Uh, well, as long as the Ooh, listeners it are, is. Uh, oh no, I think you uh, you need to readjust yourself sorry. there, Paul. Yeah. Um, just just look at just look at my face. Not not anyway. Oh. Um, so 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 anyway, I've invited you here. Yeah. Because um, thank you. I well no, you might not thank me for thank you might not thank me for yes. Well, I tell you what, I've asked you here for. Um, we are going to talk about TV. So that's something. Lovely. I know you like that. Yeah, like a bit TV. Yeah, but I I want um, I need your help because uh, it's not um, it's not your, your fan clubs. They're all settled down. Oh, all, good, thank us for that. That that, that was traumatic. And yeah, it, yeah, yeah. But, it, but it's Yeti Uncle John and Cromarty this time. Oh, um, I just think that you know Yeti Uncle John. He can be a bit boisterous, a little bit. You know, he he certainly had problems over the the years of being a little bit too independent-minded and doing things that that. But uh, I, 
he has this friendship with Cromarty. They've had a kind of a bit of a a simmering thing going on for years. Cromarty is definitely in awe of him and a little bit infatuated by him. But I think he does things for you know. Sometimes his uncle John can take him for granted, um, almost use him like a servant. And 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 uh, look. Come over here. Look through this little this, this, this window. You'll see what I mean. This is a good example of of, of the two of them together. Okay. Yeah. Oh. Uh, ooh. Sorry. No. Just. Yeah. This is fine. Let's just open the just curtain. Look, yeah. Just through here. Just through here. Ooh. That's a big window. Oh dear. Oh dear. It's uh, it's dreadful. Cup of tea. Where's that cup of tea? You said you were going to bring it for you know ages ago. Oh, I'm terribly sorry. I was just baking some uh, some nice cookies for you because I thought you would like uh, biscuits and, and, and things like that. Oh, right. Well, that's nice of you. Still, you could have brought the tea, made the biscuits, and by the time the biscuits were ready, you could have brought me more tea. Oh, I, I never thought about it. Uh, have you got the other things in hand? Oh, what's that? You know, mucking out the magpie hut. Oh, oh yes, yes, I'm, I'm going to do that whilst you're having your, your, your cookies. Uh, don't forget um, my dry cleaning. Oh, yes, I remembered that. I should be going to do that after I've done the magpie hut. Are oh, you sure that's the best way of doing it? Because, you know, you'll have been all mucky and then you go and pick up my clean. You should go and do that first, then do the magpie hut. Oh, oh that's a good idea, yes. Oh, don't forget my shopping. Uh, I've got your shopping in mind as well. Oh, good, good, right. So where, where, where is this tea? It'd just be two more minutes. You said that half an hour ago. Uh, it's fine. It's fine. I, 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 I will. I would do that. Good. I'm sure there's some other things I was going to get you to do, but let me just have a think. I need, I need a nap. I'm, I'm exhausted. Oh, there you go. Well, yeah, I see. You see the now, problem there. Yeah. It's not. It's not right. And Cobbett such a nice guy. Um, you know. Is there anything? I know you, you've got a certain authority. At least I always think you have a certain authority. Well, you know, I'm, I um, can be very upstanding in certain situations. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I remember. Um, and I think it would definitely help um, if you could... Could you speak to Yeti Uncle John and kind of mm. try and get him to tone it down a bit and maybe talk to Cromartie and kind of get him... Like, to beat him up a bit, uh, to, to make him more confident and to stand to stand um, up for himself a bit more. Oh, I, I think I can I think, have a go at that. Yeah, I think, I, think that would be, I think that would be good for both of them. And uh, I just don't want... You know, I can see how things could end with his younger John with him spiralling down to, to ending him back, up back in Shane Jail again. Yeah. And, and funnily enough, just before you arrived, I had a phone call. I, I've been right. dreading this phone call for ages. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he had a, a cellmate he always told us about called Coconut Jim. And, um, and he called and uh, asked to speak to him. And I, I just took a message because I, you know, I knew we were going to be doing this. I didn't want Yeti Uncle John, you know, uh, sort of talking to him. And the next thing I know, he's off down the pub with him. And we don't say, you know, we, I knew you were coming. We, we need to do this today. And I didn't want any distractions for Yeti Uncle John. So I'll pass the message on at the end of the episode. But uh, I'm just worried that about it, another, you know, the last thing Yeti Uncle John needs is a bad influence. Yeah, exactly. I, I presume, yeah. yeah, I presume... Coconut GM is a bad influence. But anyway, before you get involved with any talking, um, well, <laughs> we'll do more talking. We'll but, do uh, more we'll talking. Nature. <laughs> yes. Yeah, but I thought we'd just, just you know, just, just relax slightly mm. and we'll talk about a year in TV whilst, before we get down to the, the nitty-gritty of... of um, let me find... I thought we might talk about... I've, now, I've got a list of the years we have talked about and um, I, can, I can assure you that... Uh, 
um, these two years we haven't talked about. Okay. So I thought we'd talk about 1969 first. Well, 1969 um, is a very good year to top and tail. Yes. Um, and, uh, well, I won't, I won't say what the other year is going to be yet. We'll just do two. I, I, I think we've got so much um, going on. We will delve into the big 6-9 and position us in the right place. And away we go. Well, um, looking at uh, the list, uh, there, there, there isn't so much going on <laughs> at the start of the year. But um, I've got here... Yeah, but it's like most things, isn't it? You've got to build, it builds up, doesn't mm-hmm. it? It builds mm-hmm. up and builds up to the crescendo. And then yeah. there's that moment towards well, the end of the year of... <sighs> although some years, everything happens in the first six months. And the last, it's, oh, it's, that's because you're in a hurry and you're really nervous. Yes, yes. Um, now, apparently, now this is ITV Granada exclusively begins showing the American cartoon series Spider Man long before any other ITV regions. Mm. I don't think I even knew there was a a, a, a Spider Man cartoon series as late as or as early as nineteen sixty nine. No, I didn't. Um, I remember the uh, the Amazing Adventures of Spider Man, but that was that was shown over here in sort of the um, late seventies, early eighties. Was that was that? Um, I think that wasn't cartoon, was it? Was that that was that live action? No, no, no. That was that was, that that was cartoon. That was, that cartoon, was cartoon. Yeah, there, there was a TV. There was a live action version. There wasn't there um, of Spider Man. I thought. Do you know? I don't uh, know that. I really don't know. I can um, sort of picture again. I thought sort of late seventies. Well, we'll it's the sort of thing. Yeah, that would come under the umbrella of things like Man from Atlantis and the Invisible Man and Spider Man yeah, and, and, and Wonder Woman. Like, yeah. That sort of time. Yeah. yeah. Um, that. So I wonder. Wonder Woman, that was uh, lovely. Click on this Wikipedia. Oh, here we go. Spider-Man 1967. It's from 1967, this is. It has three three seasons. I wonder, I bet bet Toppy remembers this. This would be the sort of right age for 52 episodes. What were they they numbered, the seasons? Um... They had to, uh, well, the first season was September 67 to January 68, 20 episodes. Mm. Then September 68 to January 69, 19 episodes. And the last season was March 1970 to uh, June 1970. And uh, uh, I was born during the last season then. Yeah. Um, Paul, is this the name of the, I guess this is the name of the... Um, Paul Souls played... Uh, he was a Canadian actor... I think he did quite a lot of, well, you know, sort of super, superhero type, voice type acting. Um, yeah, I wonder if Toppy remembers this because yeah, that'd be a good would, one to ask Toppy. Sort of, yeah. I'm just trying to see if it says anything about. Um, I wonder if it's. I wonder if where that Spider Man, Spider Man. Oh yes, does whatever a spider can. Ah, that's, yeah. That, that's where that comes. That's where that comes. Ah, from. that's that. That was what was used in the um, the Simpsons film, wasn't it, regarding their pig. Ah, that's where that oh, song yeah. comes from because I knew that song as a kid. Yeah, so it must yeah. have been re- it must have been yeah, repeated have been quite shown. a few times then. Yeah, um, it's one of those sort of subliminal things as a child that sits in the back of your head, like all sorts of funny little songs, isn't it? Like yeah. um, Popeye the Sailor Man. Yeah, yeah. Um, Contrary to popular belief, he does not live in a caravan. <laughs> yes, I remember that. <laughs> I mean, that was shows how much it was still being being. Um, yeah, it's you one know, of those I things that, that each generation seems to have this um, thing of identifying particular uh, um, actually animated stuff. 
My, my mother will talk about... Um, she had a thing about Muffin the Mule. Mm. She had Muffin the Mule wallpaper when she was a little girl. I mean, it's illegal now, but... Um, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, no, no... Muffin your mule. No, absolutely not, oh. no. Oh, The Amazing Spider-Man, 1977. Ah, that might be where I'm thinking of then, The Amazing... Yeah, The Amazing Spider-Man or The Amazing Adventures, yeah. It looks like... Um, it's with Nicholas Hammond as... Um, as Spider-Man, um, that's the. It's, it does say it's a short-lived TV series, but when you're that, when you're that young, those sorts of things can. In 1977, I would have been about four or five. Oh, was that a Hanna Barbera by any chance? Well, this. Um, or was trying to find. Um, I've got. I found the link because um, I can now see it in in my mind's eye playing away there. And I think the opening titles with him um, streaking across the sky. Um, in a helicopter. The amazing... Spy- uh, producing... Uh, there's only 13... There were two seasons, 13 White episodes. strings. Um, um, vigorously. This would have been sort of around very, the same time vigorously. as Wonder Woman. Yeah. Um, uh, Dangerously so, actually. A short-lived American television series based on the Marvel comics... It is the first live-action television series featuring Spider-Man Ooh. and was shown in the States from September 77 to July 79. Though it was a considerable rating success, the CBS series was cancelled after just 13 episodes, which included a pilot film aired in the autumn of 77. Despite the storylines being set in New York City, the character's hometown, the series was mostly filmed in Los Angeles. I could imagine it was very exper- very expensive to do as well because you would have had a heck of a lot of stunt people mm. involved in that as well. Um, the second series that consisted of seven episodes aired infrequently throughout the 1970s. I mean, that wouldn't have helped if it wasn't infrequent. Um, so, yeah, you've got a pilot movie... A first season in '78 of just five episodes, which is ridiculous I for that. Get t- the you know, something snagging of, in the yeah. back of my head is this is the sort of thing that would have filled the Star Star Trek slot that would be on at five mm. to five to seven on BBC One. Um, mm. I'm sure it was early evening entertainment on BBC. It was after the um, after the news, mm. and I think it's trying to work out whether they're just 15 minute episodes or whether they are more like movie length. But mm. I think they're probably just 15 minutes. Um, and the second series was just these seven seven episodes. So, yeah, I mean, must have been on promptly enough that I remember it. Uh, and and uh, yeah, if it was on sort of seventy eight, seventy nine, then I'd been that little bit older as well. Oh yeah, forty to forty five minute episodes. Then that yeah, that would have been on the um, that would have been on the evening showing them. Yeah. Um, right. Let's get back to where we were. We totally jumped. Uh, down the, <laughs> but I knew we had when we mentioned Spider-Man. I knew we had to. Ah, oh, there's no um, no problem going down the hole now and again. No, I knew we had to sort out. Um, I've got a lost the original link. I've got so many links up on on here. Though. Let's get it back in. Uh, British team. Have you got the missing link though? <laughs> no. I always thought yet the... Uncle John was the missing link. Yes, I think he probably is. Um, oh, yeah, he is in. We were in 1969, weren't we? So, right. 69. Right. 69. A lot happened in 69. Yeah. Uh, I was going to say the Beatles split up. They've split up in 70, but they pretty much were on their way they out. Were on the, they were on the, the cusp of yeah. going separate yes. ways, weren't they? Yeah. Um, 
The 4th of January, uh, guitarist Jimi Hendrix causes complaints of arrogance from TV producers after playing an impromptu session of Sunshine of Your Love past his allotted time slot <laughs> on the BBC One show Happening for Lulu. Happening for Lulu. For Lulu. <laughs> now, there's a programme I've never heard of. Heard of Lulu, the programme Lulu, but not the Happening for Lulu. Oh, gosh. I, th- I think, I, think um, I have heard of, of, the, of this happening, but... Um, but but surely they just turn the cameras off, or they just when they edit it, they just fade him down and go to applause or something. Unless it's What's still it? being done live. Yeah, don't know. Um, I wonder. The, the, Let me have a look about happening for Lulu. See if, if we do this, we're going to. But that, that's a case of um, producers going. Uh, perhaps he was told at the moment. No, you have to keep this set this short. Mm. And he went. No, it's all or nothing. Um, I can see him doing that, it, doing his own yeah. thing. It, it caused it caused him to be banned from the BBC um, after him doing that. So, uh, um, oh, well, that's a, that's more the BBC's loss than anyone else's, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Um, it ran it ran from sixty eight to sixty nine. Sixty eight to sixty nine. Well, very late 60s. It's, 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 um, it's a bit like programmes like Dusty, isn't it? With Dusty Springfield. Yeah, we were talking about. Um, it says subsequent series were titled It's Lulu. It's Lulu. Um, <laughs> oh, look. Oh, it's, it's, oh, my goodness. It's Lulu. I, I, thought, I, was watching, I, was just watching, I thought I was watching Columbo, for goodness sake. Um, <laughs> yeah, of course, she does, um, she does look a bit rough this week. <laughs> um, oh, that's weird. Oh, no. Oh, What? So there was this 68, mainly 69 series, and then for some reason it's in the same Wikipedia link. Um, although it, <laughs> the final series broadcast was... The, uh, I don't know why um, Happening for Lulu is being... Is, a 1975 series called Just Lulu is under the same Wikipedia link because presumably there's no real connection. Unless they um, it was repackaged for... Um, I think it audiences was abroad. It's Lulu. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, Lulu in 1975. I see that the goodies were the guests one week. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> um, but, uh, Graham Garden uh, would have been mortified doing that. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he always seemed really uncomfortable doing any kind of singing. Yeah. Um, Bill Oddie would have loved that. Bill Oddie was wonderfully, wonderfully manic- um, yeah. musically talented. I was going to say medically talented. <laughs> he may well um, be medically talented. He might be, but not not that he's ever admitted. No. Um, February nineteen sixty five. February nineteen sixty nine. No events. Nothing happened. Nothing. Everyone had February thing. off. Was it a leap year? So, so, I'm not sure. It's a good thing neither of us were alive. Otherwise, we would have been really bored having to wait around. Yeah, waiting around. Um, that's, that's 28 days or 27 okay. days. I'm going to have to wait around doing nothing. Um, uh, what? what? <laughs> uh, sorry, I, I, I'm, I'm sorry, listeners and Warren. I'm, I'm seeing things before, you know, before I get to... Tra- uh, and I'm shocked, and I should tell you why I'm shocked. March 1969, on the 19th of March, the 385-metre-tall Emily Moore transmitting station mast collapses, it says, because of icing. Who's, ice, who's icing the transmitter tower? <laughs> <laughs> do, you, do you think there was that, they ice? for a large wedding cake? They want a topping for yeah. a large wedding cake. Oh, well, I, yeah. ice the transmitter tower. I mean, it's a strange... I mean, March the... March the That's 19th, a heck of a job, isn't it? <laughs> I mean, 
<laughs> it, 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 it sort of offers many questions. Icing, putting a cake. Yeah. Oh, but but what? Giant ice, giant cherry on the top. Yeah, but ice in the, on the nineteenth of March is quite cold for March. How I mean, well you still get ice? Oh well, March. I was going to say. Do you remember? In the mid '80s, when we were all snowed in one day, and that mm, was, was that April. Mm. April, that oh, was. Yeah. Mm. Um, on the 29th of March, the UK shares the win of the 14th Eurovision Song Contest in a four-way tie with with France, Spain, and the Netherlands. Well, that's what I call um, definite intercontinental intercontinental relations. There, if they're having yeah, a four-way. And, uh, yeah, that's the that's the year that uh, Lulu was representing us. It's all about Lulu. It's all about it's Lulu. It's all uh, about lavatories, doing, isn't it? Yeah, she's doing boom bang a bang. I bet she oh, is. Yes. No wonder there was a four way on the stage. No. Um, and Charles Cohen Coven on the thirty first of March. Charles Cohen becomes director general of the BBC. The, that same day, the Flashing Blade airs on the BBC One <laughs> for the very first time. Transmitted in black in black and white. I only ever saw the Flashing Blade when they redubbed it in the like the late eighties on one of those Saturday morning kids shows. Oh shows yes, in the morning. Yes. Um, I don't think I ever saw the actual original. I don't think I've ever seen it. I, I, I know the I know the title, but I've never seen it. Mm. Wow. Um, um, oh, on the fourteenth of April, um, the hugely popular. Well, it obviously wasn't at that point because it was new. But the the they should say the will would be soon. Uh, hugely popular and long-running comedy series. <laughs> Obviously, it wasn't long-running at this point because it, it was only just started. <sighs> anyway, I'm being pedantic. The um, the Liver Birds debut. Oh, I thought you were going to say Last of the Summer Wine. <laughs> no, the Live. That's a little bit later. Liver Birds. Um, See, I the, I, the I do remember series. the Liver Birds. The Liver Birds as well, but that was on BBC oh. Two and didn't do so well and only one season. Um, like the Liver Birds. But la 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 la. All right, our kid. That's beautiful. <laughs> that I've only been to Liverpool before. once, and then yeah. uh, that's only because they asked me to leave because I did a voice like that. <laughs> uh, it was created by Carla Lane. It had run oh. for over a decade. Um, oh, uh, who that? Uh, yeah, Carla Lane. Uh, my, my my most favourite. What's your most favourite Carla Lane soap? Uh, or situation well, comedy, so not so. I think, though. as you know, say, well, sometimes they do go almost a bit um, soapy. Um, <laughs> I don't know that I have one other than I hear good things about butterflies, and I, I keep meaning to buy butterflies. Butterflies wonderful. It's wonderfully sort of depressive, and you know how you can get that wonderful humour out of sort of um, routine home life situations that are quite boring and. Nothing exciting happens in them. And I think there was that wonderful pairing of Craig and Palmer. The fact that she, Wendy Craig couldn't cook, her character couldn't yes. cook, and these wonderful sort of dishes would turn up and everybody would wonder what the heck it was. But I remember butterflies very well. Uh, liver birds, I do remember the liver birds. I really, really, and I used to, I used to whistle the tune sometimes as I used to walk to school. If I was lucky enough to sort of stay up late and, and watch a bit of Live Birds, because it wasn't on early, the Live Birds. I'm sure it was mm. on after nine o'clock. Mm. Neris Hughes, wasn't it? Mm. Neris, um, who went on to be the district nurse. And um, who, was, who was the other one? Well, there was, there, was, there was somebody else later on, but who was the original two? Neris, 
Emmys Hughes and... Oh, I can see her again. Uh, and her. The other one. Uh, Polly James. Polly James. But both Polly James and Nurse Hughes were in Doctor Who episodes, weren't they? Yes, they in, were. In the Peter Davison. Um, uh, yeah, Polly James was in The Awakening. And Nurse Hughes yeah. was in Kindar. Oh, actually, uh, oh, well, well, ah. Oh, well. Mm, yes, I'm, well. I'm, the, vision, the first series that we're really talking about starred Polly James and Pauline Collins. Pauline, of course, yes. Because uh, last time um, I saw Pauline Collins do any kind of brassy lass like that mm. would have been a faceless ones, wouldn't it? Mm. Um, and then Nerys Hughes took over in 71 till 7 she was she was in it from 71 whatever to the end. happened to Pauline uh, Collins eh <laughs> I never heard I don't I'm not sure no. um Polly James did it from 69 to 74 did she now she'll get Although a rash she did um when they must have done a revival series in um 1996 because Nerys Hughes and Polly James came back for that uh, the, other, the, the other person who replaced Polly James was Elizabeth Estenson. Mm. She did it from si- 75 to 79. And of course, Liz Sladen uh, appeared in a few episodes as well, didn't she? There were 86 episodes, 10 seasons. 86. Uh, I That's presume a every. Good I presume, run. It, I presume it all exists. I, 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 it may do, it may not. I, I, pres, I, pres, I haven't got time to look into that business. But. Uh, um, now, I, I regret to tell you that in May 1969, nothing happened. Not what is it with 69? Thing. I can't believe a year with that number in nothing happened. No. Well, people were having a rest. Um, <laughs> they had to have a rest between... Between, between uh, meals. Other it doesn't ruin your yeah. appetite. Yes. Well, I mean, as for June, nothing happens June. until the 21st, and that's when Patrick Troughton leaves Doctor Who as a regular... Um, as a regular, a regular, a regular, a regular. Yeah. regular. Um, Come on, uh, let's all do the, the impression game. then of him go. No, 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 no. It was the no, last episode no. broadcast in black and white, um, and apparently, though, um, the same day there was a documentary about the royal family, uh, which was brought was broadcast. Which attracted more than thirty point six million viewers. Thirty point six million. You know why? It's because everyone's been bored for the last month where nothing yeah. happened, so they thought they'd watch the telly for that month. I don't think all the war games got thirty point six million. I don't million. think I don't it think did. It's very good for war games. Oh my word, Jamie, that is a big one, isn't it? Yeah. Um, some, there's something about Anglia TV and Yorkshire TV, but I'm not going to bother reading it because it's a paragraph. Um, so, <laughs> this, is, this is journalism. I think Anglia and yeah, Ang, they've been about for a while. Um, um, uh, talks. There's talks. Cost cutting. Ah, I think Anglia uh, is um, is there. Oh, it's nothing. Oh, it's nothing to do with survival because the survival sort of started in the either the, the late. Yeah. 60s, early 70s, isn't it's it? Too bo- the paragraph's too boring. I can't, okay. my, my brain starts to fall <laughs> um, Let's move on to July. July 1969. Nothing and, happened. Um, well, uh, funnily enough, Lulu is back. Oh, Although Lord. It's not, uh, no, so, it's not, it's so not far, our Lulu. It's so far, Lulu. the draw of that year was royalty and Lulu. There was no well, one else on the telly. It's Lulu, though. It's a different <laughs> Lulu. This is Lulu the, Lulu the Elephant. Oh, no. Runs yes. a mock on Blue Peter. 
I hadn't realised that that was as late. Oh, get off oh, me foot! That, when you see that clip, I always think that's more earlier, like nineteen sixty-five or something. Yeah. Like it always seems much. Doesn't feel like nineteen sixty. They're not. They're not all wearing flares and stuff, are they? I, well, I it's not. It's flares. No, no, flares weren't really in till about mm. mid seventy seventy-one. So it still would have been small, thin ties. He always looks younger, that. He always looks older, that clip, though, doesn't he? Yeah, I, don't, I, I think, I think it's the that. quality of the clip as well, isn't it? Yeah. Particularly. yeah. And, um, yeah. yeah. I always thought that was very early. Um, 12th of July. Oh, trodden right in it. Sorry. <laughs> um, listen, listeners who don't know, Blue Peter, kids' TV show. Um, Defecating elephant. elephant in, yeah, they had an elephant who started to poo in the studio. And it... Um, I guess it was it broadcast live or the, anyway. It had a pee, it, it had a pee because they were talking. Yeah. You, it sounded like somebody turned the tap on, <laughs> and then it, the, it stood. Uh, this baby elephant then probably stood on John Noakes's foot, and he goes, "Oh, yeah, get off my foot!" Yeah, he was one of the presenters who I who I met many years later. His foot was as flat as a pancake <laughs> even then. Um, and I have to say though that the handler was that was the highlight at the moment of when he. He, he trod in the elephant's doings and slid across the <laughs> studio floor. All live, it's one of the most, brilliant. It, it, it's definitely a blooper that gets played a, a lot. Yeah. But as I say, I never realised it was from 69. Um, now, and I was, now, I thought maybe this was a little bit later than this. I knew that Star Trek wasn't shown, you know, as soon as, you know, in fact, it was only first shown as it was coming towards the end it's well, more like I 71 72 over here isn't it well it says um 12th of july u.s sci-fi series star trek makes its debut on bbc one beginning with the episode where no man has oh. gone before so i guess i guess july 69 would yeah. be between seasons it would be between season two and season three i suppose is that right? Yeah. Did, no, did, no, no, no. You're did, about did, right there. Yeah, because I, I, it, stopped, it, it stopped in '69, didn't it? No, it stopped in '69. So it would have been almost finished. Yeah. Um, um, if not finished in, by the point of the time the BBC, well done, BBC. You really, you really. Uh, they wanted to see if it was uh, success first before they bought it, <laughs> and then it wasn't. So they bought it. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, well, it, it, it was, success, but, it, but it, it, yeah. it had been axed. So yeah. not, not, <laughs> yes. not a long lasting success. Um, I know why they... Just a minute. I know why they bought it. Because about two weeks later, the moon landing. They wanted to say they'd got a sci-fi show. Have they landed space. on the moon? Um, apparently, well, it's just a studio. Did they, co- 20th, uh, Did 21st they come back? July, live, transmission, live transmission from the moon with the landing of Apollo 11. Um, yes. BBC Television makes its first overnight broadcast to provide coverage. And only because um, um, James Burke did his homework... And um, they went off air at uh, about 11 o'clock. And James Burke had been listening to the transmissions between um, NASA headquarters, the, the control room, and the, uh, the capsule. And he realised that they were getting ready to walk at some point very close. And he went up to the producer and said, look, um, I know the procedures and I've been reading what, what they're going to do when they're going to walk and the chatter that you're expected to hear, they're talking about it now. They're going to walk on the moon in the next few hours. And they went, no, 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 we've been told sort of 11 o'clock the next morning. No, honestly, we need to stay on air. And the producer turned around and said, OK, we'll stay on air. But if you're wrong, you'll never work on television again. (laughs) (laughs) And thanks to Jane Burke, we got um, the moon landing live because they carried on broadcasting until about half past ten 
um, 11 o'clock um, the next morning. It, um, it was seen by 22 million people in the UK and 720 million worldwide. So wow. It's almost as That's many amazing, downloads as we get for this show. Absolutely. Boom, boom. 27th of July, the first episode of Morecambe and Wise, or the Morecambe and Wise show, season two on the on BBC Two. The first season scripted by Eddie Braben, who was mm. he was the guy who wrote all the the, 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 the funny stuff. Yeah, the stuff that people remember. Um, <laughs> yeah. Although they often say that it's not the episodes of the TV series; it's the Christmas specials that are the, are the source of most of those best of clips. But I'm not sure if that's true or not. But. Uh, mm. um, uh, he was a very talented writer. He yeah. knew his audience really well. There's, there's one. That, that's a difficult thing for a, sort of a comedy writer to do. There's, as there's well. two bits I always think of. One of them, I've still not been able to find. Well, I always like the Shirley Bassey putting the foot up, doing smoke uh, in your eyes, and, and putting the boot. You know, yeah. Or, or, or um, Penelope Keith walking down the staircase, and they haven't built the end of it. Um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, these and are all visual to clamber bits. down. Yeah. 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 Uh, and I also like. I, also, I often, when an ambulance goes past, I I, I often say, and I'm not very good at remembering quotes. I, I often say, "They'll never sell any ice creams going at that going at that speed," which is a line from. One <laughs> I of love the, that, yeah. yeah. And and the other one, the one I can't find on YouTube is Jack Jones, who is a singer that my mum liked, singing mm-hmm. um, "Sweet Dreams, Baby," and they're dressed up as the backing singers. Um, yeah, yeah, they, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just can't find that clip online. I don't know. I mean, the only I, clip that seems to be is is uh, Vic Reeves and Bob Mortimer doing. Oh no, that was Tom, doing it with Tom Jones. Oh right, right, okay, yeah. Which is where it come where it, where it must them sort of tribute to that. Yeah, but, uh, there must be the original somewhere. I'm surprised in this day and age. Um, in August 1969, I'm sure your audience might be able to supply you with that. Yeah, I, I'm. Guess guess what. Happens in August 1969. Nothing. Absolutely. Well done. Has nobody planned this year? Did they sit there and go? Well, we got a couple of vacant. We got a couple of vacancies for this uh, this year. So what we'll do is um, they'll they'll fill it at the last minute. Honestly, we'll fill it at the last minute. Be, be, Be fair though. July, we've got the pooing elephant, we've got Star Trek starting, we've got the moon landing, and we've got Eddie Braben starting to write Morkman Wise. No wonder we need the rest. They have peaked far too yes. early. Well, they um, it has come to a crashing end, disappointingly so. Perhaps, why didn't they say, why, why didn't they speak to Neil Armstrong and go, we're going to push it into August because there's nothing planned? And we've already had the pooing elephant yeah. and Star Trek. And we've all, and we're trying to talk to Eddie Braben, but he's insisting on having it. So if you can wait until August to go to the moon, that would be great. And Neil or us. could you go back up again? Yeah. yeah. Could okay. you go back up again? Part two, some people missed it. We need to repeat. Yeah. Some people were asleep because yeah. we did it when they were asleep. Uh, so September 1969, we have the release of... Better be busy. Yeah, there is things. There's... Release of the Stones in the Park, footage of a Rolling Stones concert giving in London's uh, Hyde yeah, Park. Hyde Park. Yeah. Yes, very um, famous. Well, now this is important. 21st September, Randall and Hotkirk begins. Um, oh. That, that, that's a... That's Do there. you like Randall and Hotkirk? Are yeah. you a good fan? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I mean, um, I don't watch it like all the time, but I do own it, and, and it appeals. Um, it does. Is there something something quite unique about that uh, Dennis Spooner's writing is wonderful on that and the, mm. and the concept of having that ghost mm. um, is, is, is a wonderful idea and it's, 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 it's been 
copied in so many some forms. of the ITC stuff I appreciate because it's on film and it looks good but you can't watch too many episodes of the Champions or Department S in a row Oh, um, the champions! I just find very slow. Yeah, exactly. And you know, I'll see Beryl. <laughs> yeah, and things like um, the Baron and things like that. They mm. they all become very samey, don't they? Yeah, yeah. And um, McGill, the big M and the big C, mm. and well, the G actually, and the no Q me- and the G. No, no dyslexic. There's no mention that uh, we're in the middle of the Tara King season of Avengers at this point. Doesn't well because that finishes the end of six. Oh, uh, we might have that. Might it might pop up. Um, ah. 28, no, 23rd of September BBC 2 show the TV movie Prescription Murder which sees the, the first appearance of the American detective Columbo played by Peter Falk ah. Ooh. so that was probably before like when it was still a one off uh, uh, just just one more thing <laughs> one more thing I was do- why was I doing Irish <laughs> just one more, just one more one thing, more thing. <laughs> one more sure, thing to be sure just to, just, to be, just to be sure that uh, we have to say, twenty eighth of September debut of the American. Is he waving? Sorry, oh sorry, I was going to say, is he waving from the shore? Probably. Twenty um, eighth of September debut of Hawaii Five O, uh, oh. at least in the UK. Um, um, the wonderful thing about Hawaii Five O was um, Jack Lord, mm. because they went over to Hawaii and they really hadn't got. Mm the pool of actors and the, uh, the 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 companies to be able to actually cope with doing a TV production over there of, of the magnitude that Hawaii Five-0 was. Mm. And Steve, um, not Steve Lord, mm. Jack Lord, who appeared in Doctor No, didn't he? Mm. Um, just put so much into it and got the actors all riled up and got them, you really do need to act properly because I'm not going to do this show if it ends up being, you know, I'm, I'm carrying the show and there's nobody here to support me. And as it was, it ended up for about eight seasons, didn't it? Um, oh, actually... And that memorable theme music, wasn't it? I, actually, I just, I just skipped ahead and um, shows that ended in 69. We haven't quite finished 69 yet, but I think um, The Saint uh, ended in, in February 69. The Champions ended in April 69. Um, the Avengers ended in May 69. So, softly, softly ended in November '69, um, and uh, but shows shows that started. Oh no, shows that. So quite a lot. There's a, quite a lot of seminal TV finishing in '69. Yeah, yeah. Which which was part of a, a, a '60s bedrock, really, isn't it? Things like Avengers, as you were saying, or well, things like that. Although, um, no. And softly, softly is really just an extension of Z cars. Mm. We've nearly, we've nearly finished. Um, <clears throat> uh, finished off the 69 finished, years we nearly have but I shall tell you that um, Monty Python's Flying Circus begins in on October 69 um, Chigley have you oh, sorry ah. no no I was going to say have you heard the silence on some of the gags oh, in yeah. the first season <laughs> of Python it's like <laughs> wow the audience really don't get this do they <laughs> I think I've got the box there but I haven't watched it through for a while um Chigley begins. Chigley is part of the Trumptonshire trilogy. Uh, did you say stock? What was it? Was it what, um, how would you? Well, s- how would we describe that to people? Chigley. Yes. Um, uh, Trumptonshire. Mm. Trumptonshire is a make-believe town of uh, Plasticine inhabitants, mm. isn't it? Mm. Mm. 
Are they plasticine? They're plasticine sort inhabitants of, yeah. who live live a, a normal life. It's just a reflection of everyday life, and it's sort of stop motion animated, yes. and it's it's very basic, and it has the wonderful voiceover mm. from um, Brian Kant, doesn't mm. it? Or am I thinking of Trumpton? I'm thinking of Trumpton. No, he did the whole lot, didn't he? Did he? Lot, yeah. uh, and and uh, 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 quite a quite a um, wide span of kids, well into the seventies, were brought yeah. up. On and of course, so there was there was, one, there was um, later on in um, I think it was either late seventies, early eighties, uh, the half man, half biscuit song <laughs> of. Um, Life goes quickly when you're driver of a train and you're in and out of Trumpton smuggling out cocaine. <laughs> so yeah, there's that. that that's all. So it really got. It's one of those wonderful series that gets embedded in the British psyche. <laughs> so children are sort of weaned on things yeah. like that, weren't they? Really, that's one of the things I not cocaine. Yeah, one of the things no, I don't. I don't um, jiggly. I, I'm not, some some of the things we were brought out with. I'm like, oh, I don't. People, are, you're, I'm supposed to have fond memories of these shows and I can't stand them but but uh, um, Chigley's a bit different I mean it's art it's, a, it's, a, it's art in a way um, Chigley is art yeah. um, Trumpton was a little bit Trumpton I always thought was a Mickey take of all these things like Hawaii Five O, or um, there was a series called Emergency that came up in, um, in America in the 70s but it was because uh, uh, it all really centred around the fire brigade which were quite incompetent <laughs> And they never actually really... I think there was one episode, they might have had a fire. Mm. But it was quite a weird... It was everything in in, in country British life. Mm. It was everything was regimented, everything happened for a reason. Everybody went to town at a certain mm. time, or the shops opened at a certain time. Pippin fought. Mm. I mean, the soldiers with the... I reckon they had corks in the end of their guns, because quite frankly, you wouldn't trust any of them with a rifle. <laughs> um... November 69, ITV airs the first edition of Coronation Street to be videotaped in colour, although it includes black and white inserts and titles, because colour transmissions Ooh. have not yet fully begun. Most viewers will see it only in black and white anyway. The 29th of October episode featured a coach trip to the Lake District, and that had been... Oh, it sch- crashed, didn't it? But yes. it had been scheduled for colour shooting, but suitable colour stock film could not be found, so it was filmed in black and white. Um, is this is this the one where they have the coach crash? Um, yeah, I think that or are they right. just um, in the back window? The coach falls out and people get injured. Fifteenth um, of November, regular colour broadcasting is introduced to BBC and ITV. Sixteenth uh, of November, first episode of The Clangers, another kids program. Yes, uh, now that yeah. is just that's legendary. Sorry, it is legendary, yeah. and it is all true. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they're still up, there, is, they're still a, up there. there is a planet up there. They're still up there, yeah. and there is a planet yeah. full of knitted pink creatures <laughs> that whistle and have dustbin lids on top of their um, craters. Well, I'm sure they saw them when they went up to the moon. They must have gone past that planet. But uh, yeah, 19th, it's a beautiful little planet. Yeah, 19th of November, the Penny, the Benny Hill show premieres on ITV. Although he he'd had shows before then, going back to the late 50s. He'd done BBC, yeah, yeah and they weren't quite. Um, yeah, he he did a lot of stuff for the BBC, but they weren't quite as we would remember mm. the Benny Hill shows of being saucy nurses with their yeah. clothes falling off, wearing suspenders and things. Um, it wasn't quite like that. It was very much a routine sketch comedy show. There wasn't that much close to the knuckle, shall we say. The um, The first episode of BBC sitcom Dad's Army to be broadcast in colour is branded 
um, a favourite of Jimmy Perry, the co-writer. Um, hmm. um, other than that, um, we have a Christmas, uh, Carry On Christmas, the first of the Christmas specials. Oh, off the team, yak, yak, yak. Know, um, and then there's the first sort of of the famous Morecambe and Wise Christmas shows. Um, uh, so we have three months where nothing happens, <laughs> and the rest of the year is jam-packed, yeah. mm-hmm. full of... It's bulging, yeah. it's bulging at the sides. It's it's going to explode all over There's you. There's lots of other things we could talk about, but I think um, it's time for you to go and speak to... I think it's probably easy to talk to Cromarty first. Um, okay. I've kind of explained that you're you're here. They don't quite know... What, what they're in for but um anyway if you could just encourage him to be a bit more you know um confident or not let the uncle john boss me around as much let's see how it goes listeners a little bit of music and then and then we'll be there Hello, how are you? Well, would you like a cup of tea? <laughs> Cromedy, I'm fine. Come, 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 take the weight off your feet, and you can sit down as well if you like. Oh, 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 take a seat. Oh, come and take a seat oh, on the okay, sofa. Thank with you. Me. <laughs> it's, very, it's very nice to see you. Where, where's Paula? If suddenly there's nobody around. <laughs> uh, we thought we'd relax. I thought I have, uh, and we can get to know you and um, have a little chat if you like. Yes, yes that, that would be nice. <laughs> uh, uh, now, Cromedy, yes. I'm. I'm I'm a plain speaker, and I yes. I speak as I see, and I see how I speak. Yes, yes. <laughs> um, you're a damn decent person. Thank you. Well. Do you feel Do you feel that people take advantage of you sometimes? What? Uh, no, no. It's, I like to help people. I, I I I like I like to help around the house. You know, uh, it's so so nice. Yeah. That, you know. <laughs> um, but there's 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 this difference between helping and and people taking advantage of you. And I think sometimes you're afraid to say no to certain things, aren't you? I, I guess he has. You could be right, but uh, I don't like to disappoint. What? Ah, what? Uh, yeah, but if it, uh, so, the the saying no for doing things for people that will stop you, say, being used as oh. say. Um, I don't know to do everybody else's work for them. But do you, what do you want? What do you want to do? I know you want to help people, but what would you like to do yourself? 
I, I, I guess sometimes I, I don't even get around to thinking. I mean, it would be nice to read some books, go to some museums, um, go do, do more uh, things out and about. But obviously, uh, I, I, I do have a life with, with, with my, my friend Milo, but even with him, I, I see him when he's available and he's very busy. And, and well, yeah. I suppose in a way, I, I put myself second in that relationship too. But, uh, um, I don't know. I don't often get a chance to think about what I want. But uh, <laughs> what would happen if you were to put yourself first in the relationship um, and say, oh, "Well, know. not first. Um, make yourself equal oh, in yes. the relationship with anyone." How would you feel about that? Well, I just don't know how it would work. I mean, we, we would be sitting here, and nobody would have a cup of tea. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I, I feel. I guess that with somebody like my dear friend, yet Uncle John, that if I did not do it, it would not get done. But I, I, I don't have the confidence uh, to, kind uh, of work, to wait and see if that would be the case. I waited for a few minutes and then I kind of get nervous and I go off and make the tea. And I guess that's what he okay. is kind of depending on. <laughs> uh, the, the, and you put the bird right there. He's depending on something that he can do himself. And sometimes you need to grasp it with both hands and say, no, not today, thank you. This isn't what I'm going to do today. You really need to learn how to do it yourself, Yeti Uncle John. Because Yeti Uncle John can do it. He just chooses not to do it. And sometimes, just sometimes, he'll, he'll take advantage of your really good, kind nature because you're a lovely person. You are a really lovely person. But thank sometimes people will walk over you and you you don't really want that because you've got so much more to offer the world and then you need to think of yourself and every so often we all need to be a bit selfish and look at ourselves and go do you know what i'd like to do this today and not being selfish in a nasty way but just say to people hey look you can do that you don't need me to do that and today i'm going to do something for myself and stand up erect and say today I'm doing this for myself. Really? Why don't you try that? Why don't you try that? I because, mean, as I say, you're a lovely person. You do so much for people. This is the thing. You're the kind-hearted person. Sometimes the kind-hearted person could be taken advantage of. Yes. And you don't need to be like that. You, you can, you can stand, stand your ground and feel a little bit empowered. And that will give you a pride that you will feel inside then. It's not about being rude. It's not about shutting people down. I, 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 back in the days when I, I first knew Paul, I, I guess I was a little bit similar to how I am now, but then when I lost contact with Paul, things sort of unraveled and I became someone like not like myself uh, and I didn't recognise myself and they took beating Paul again to bring me back into... You know the the quality you see now that you think is yeah. So so I I think I'm nervous if I if I stand up and try and be more independent I could fall back into those ways in like the wilderness years. And, 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 but I guess I'm still surrounded by you all, so it's not like I I was by myself a lot uh, uh, when things weren't good. But but that isn't the case. I I guess I could try it, and I've always got guidance. I can turn to people. I, I could well, give it a go. I could give it a go. Here's yes. the thing, then, Cromarty. Yeah, yeah, you give it. Just give it a go. Yes. But here's the thing, Cromarty. Never look for the person you used to be, because that was yesterday. Mm. Today's 
today and yes. tomorrow are different days. Yes. And well. the, the more you look forward, the more you're going to feel happier with yourself. Mm. And it's all a journey, isn't it? Yes, we, yes. We, it's all a journey of learning and meeting all sorts of people. But sometimes the people that we meet really do take, take advantage of us. And because we're nice people, we don't notice that till it's too late. But sometimes other people do. And it's really difficult to say to somebody that, hey, you, you need to do something for yourself. So I reckon you, you can do this. You can, you can grab this and you can I, really go for it. I think that you're probably advising... We'll protect you. You're probably advising me to stand up to your tea Uncle John. I think he is probably the worst person as far as taking advantage. Um, I wouldn't say he's a bully. I wouldn't say he's a bully bully like you would get in, in the classroom. Mm. Or, uh, I think he's a little bit blind to what he does. Not all the time. Not all the time. I think I'm a little bit attracted to that, but that is not a good thing to be attracted uh, to. I, 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 well, I, you know. <laughs> oh, there's attraction and there's attraction, isn't there? Yes. And sometimes it can be a little bit toxic. Yes. That's, that's the problem. And, and thinking to yourself, well, I like that person, but... Perhaps if you stood up for yourself, that person might might so, might just see you in a completely different light, but in a positive light. So, 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 Warren, answer me this: um, Do I tell you now to go and make me a cup of tea, or because you're a guest, do I still need to go and make you a cup of tea? What is uh, what is that's the best your way? choice? Because remember, this is your place, and if you said, uh, "Do you fancy a cup of tea?" I said, "Yeah," and you can just say, "Well, do you know?" My house is your house. The this, this, this stuff is in the kitchen. If you want to make yourself a cup of tea, you crack on and make a cup of tea. Uh, or if, if, but if you're inviting in as a guest, you can offer me a cup of tea. That's not a problem. But when someone demands something that's slightly different or expects it, that's slightly different. Um, and that, that's, that's not good. Well, well, Warren, I think the answer is then, um, mine is uh, two sugars and milk. <laughs> I like it. Thank you. I like it. That's what we're looking Thank for. <laughs> Thank you. I'll a biscuit if you can find one. There should be some. Now in you're the pushing jar. it, Cromarty. Now you now you're pushing it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Seems like uh, things went quite well with you in Cromarty. I guess um... he's, a, he's, 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 he's he's good. He's good. He's he's good. He's he's a crazy kid. Yeah, but we know where he's coming from. We know where he's coming from. I think the proof is well. Well, you've got to talk to your Uncle John yet. Well, perhaps we'll see towards oh, the end. Well, of that's the show. gonna that's gonna be like walking in treacle, isn't it? Yeah. Well, and also, yeah, it's, I've I've had many a. Um, he doesn't. If he doesn't want to hear it. Well, anyway, if anyone can do it, you can. Let's talk. <laughs> let's talk about another year in TV. Um, I, I thought that our other year would be 1981. We've not talked about 1981. Um, things happened, not quite as exciting as the moon landing, but uh, there were definitely things that happened that uh, sort of high high ratings for things. Um, I was 11. 
I was Sorry. I was uh, eight if, um, or something. Eighteen, did you no, say? Eight, eight. <laughs> dear. Don't age me up. Um, well, the first. Big him up, but don't age him up. Uh, yeah, the first of January, the Channel Four Television Company is established in preparation for the launch of Channel Four. In 1982, uh, wasn't it? Yeah, well, they were, but they obviously they were planning nice, nice in advance. I guess it does take a while to, to prepare a whole new TV channel. Good afternoon, and you're listening to Channel Four. Welcome to Channel Four Television. It's like and I'm, here's the lineup for the programmes on our first broadcasting evening. It's almost like I'm there. Kicked um, off a countdown. <laughs> Twice um, nightly, Whiteley. The fifth of January. Oh, a... The fifth of January, we have the debut of the BBC One soap Triangle, a twice a twice weekly series. Um, <laughs> I really wish they'd release it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> a lot of people would be very embarrassed. It, it, um, a website called TV Arc describes the program as being chiefly remembered as some of the most mockable British television ever produced, owing owing to its cliched storylines and stilted dialogue. Um, very stilted dialogue. I remember um, watching a program on how they made Triangle, and it is uh, for those listeners who've never heard of Triangle. It was filmed on what we would call a, uh, a cross-channel ferry, so a ferry that would travel from. Um, it's a triangle, isn't it? It's from Felixstowe to Zeebrugge to uh, Dieppe, was it, or, or a French port, and then back across. To Felix Stowe, it was it was terrible, it was terrible, and they were trying to make um, traveling in the North Sea glamorous, weren't they? <laughs> and there's the famous opening shot of Kate O'Mara sunbathing in the rain, <laughs> topless, wasn't she? Lying on her front, <laughs> topless, and it was clearly freezing and pelting down with rain. And what they used to do, they used to film. They all stayed on board this cross-channel ferry. And they would stay in the cabins and what have you. And so they'd film it. So nobody got off um, the boat the other end. And they would um, they would literally lower the crates of film down to a, uh, a motorcycle rider who'd ride off to the BBC Television Centre for it to be edited. That's literally how they worked. So it cut down on their overheads. I think the original premise was that it would be a bit like the American Love Boat where you had celebrities... Um, but but that's not how it ended up (laughs) I'm surprised in a way there were 78 episodes, three seasons and uh, and it lasted for for three for a full three seasons and twenty six episode seasons. I guess that was thirteen weeks if it's twice weekly. But uh, well, I'm I'm also yeah I'm also thinking it lasted a heck of a lot longer than El Dorado, and El Dorado was a heck of a lot worse. Although than Triangle, although El Dorado was constantly on all year round, um, whereas this does seem a bit more like it was. Um, more like how ha- ha- a twice weekly Howard's Way sort of format where it wasn't on all year. Somebody storm up bloody cross channel ferry. <laughs> um, what else is happening? Um, I like the idea, I like the analogy that they were hoping it to be like something like Love Boat. I think that was the original intention. Obviously, it, it, I think they were 
thinking about something slightly more glamorous, but you can't get anything glamorous around. Love boat, uh, torrid affairs down in the car deck next to the HGV. You'd have to be. A knee trembler around the back of the the cattle truck. You'd have to record it in the Mediterranean for it to be glamorous. There's nothing around the UK where this is glamorous. Um, No, definitely not in the height of winter and in the North Sea. You could have done it on the the Isle of Wight ferry, which takes about 45 minutes. Uh, (laughs) Every episode could have been like going over there once, coming all the way back. Um, <laughs> quick, something must happen. We've got to make something happen in 45 minutes. Can we film real time? Well, believe me, a lot happens on those ferries. Yeah. <laughs> Having lived on the Isle of Wight, yeah. a lot happens on those ferries. Um, the Around the same time, the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy t- TV version started on BBC mm-hmm. Two. Um, Ronald Reagan was... Um, his, inaug- his inauguration... Yep. Uh, on the 20th of January, 1981. Um, and I believe pigs in DC-10s can fly, but I can't believe that Ronald Reagan is president. <laughs> That's what not the 9 o'clock news sang, wasn't it? Um, the US sitcom Benson makes its UK debut on ITV. Oh, yes. Um, 22nd of January. Um, yes, that was ITV, wasn't it? Well, that was just before the news, wasn't it? Uh, the 5.40 news mm. Benson was on. Uh, February uh, the 10th, 1981, um, Pigeon Street made its debut on BBC One. It got repeated for years. Um, it was a kid's show, but I wouldn't say it was... I mean, I don't know. Is there anybody who has fondness for Pigeon Street? I'm not sure. I liked the weird shapes people were in Pigeon Street. <laughs> um, they they foresaw obesity on a large scale because <laughs> everybody was like a huge triangle in Pigeon Street. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and they had, they had no legs. They just had feet at the bottom of them. Very much like Cartman. Were they the forerunners of Cartman? Yeah. Uh, in South yeah. Park? Um, um, <laughs> The twenty uh, seventh of February, the pilot episode of Magnum was shown. Um, the first I, series began later in the year, May. Uh, I watched. I'm so glad you mentioned that. I watched that um, two weeks ago. Uh, I, I I thought, oh, I've never seen the pilot for Magnum. I'll watch that, <laughs> and it is as bad as you can think it will be. Oh. <laughs> Is that just that wonderful thing of um, 80s opulence that we're going to have with him driving around in in, um, massive great Ferraris and then you're going to have things like coming along Miami Vice, aren't you, soon? Mm. And everything in America seemed glamorous in the 80s, didn't it? Everybody was, uh, uh, to us, lived this rich and famous lifestyle, didn't they, and drove around in big cars. I thought you were going to say that things like... I thought you were going to say that Tom Selleck's moustache drops off or something in the pilot episode. (laughs) <laughs> no, no, no. That, that's that. Um, that was. Um, he's got. Uh, he's got separate insurance for his moustache, uh, yeah, hasn't he? Yeah. Um, <laughs> and the, a stunt double on the tra- stunt on, double moustache. On, on the twelfth of March, nineteen eighty-one, um, the the sitcom Sorry debuted, uh, starring Ronnie Corbett. Now, uh, I I used to watch Sorry. I mean, I don't think it's. I think people. It doesn't necessarily get very good press these days, but um, but I, I think I don't know if I watched it because I even then I, I associated with librarians. Um, I I don't know. I just I, I quite was he a librarian? I can't remember. He was a librarian. Like, yes, he was. Yeah, yeah. I, I quite enjoyed language, Timothy. Yeah. So yeah, but that's another that's another kit sort of 
sitcom that had interesting people in because you had Barbara Lott, mm. who'd appeared in quite a lot of stuff, not necessarily um, situational comedies, but she'd appeared in a lot of drama, and I can't remember his father's, who played his father. Um, and he he played in pretty good sort of solid dramas mm. during the during the 70s. And it was interesting to have those two particular established actors who were very serious and known for being serious actors doing um, doing comedy. Mm. And I think it really they, they worked really well together, didn't they? they? They they did forty-two episodes and seven seasons. It ran all pretty much all the way through this through the eighties. Um oh yes, I just checked the episode guide. Um I I remember I, I was gonna say I thought the last episode involved um him going leaving on a like going off in a uh, an air balloon hot air balloon and the last episode is called up up and away so i must be right i think they that, be, yeah i i think that it it the last episode was shown on the 10th of october 1988 and i remember because i would have been sitting around waiting f- to record a trailer for the start of season 25 of doctor who which did did it start as, it did start a bit later i, I don't know or maybe I was just waiting for the trailer of the next episode of Doctor Who. Um, but, yeah, I definitely remember that last episode. I don't know if I was still watching, like, every episode at that point. But uh, oh, but doesn't he, he go off with the girl of his dreams in that at the end? Yeah. He goes, uh, Timothy finally escapes his mother's clutches and leaves home to ah. live with his partner, Pippa. Uh, yeah, there we go. But, uh, it's there uh, somewhere. I knew it was in me, me brain box somewhere. Um <laughs> Um, yes, uh, 21st of March, Tom Baker leaves Doctor Who, and we see... Never, never Dav- heard of him. Yeah, we see Peter Davison for the first time, um, well, in, as the Doctor, briefly. Um, well, he, um, he does that wonderful <laughs> line, didn't he, when he was uh, announced, uh, two or three weeks later, we had the um, Nescafe advert, I don't know if you remember that, mm. and um, he makes a cup of coffee and he drinks it and goes, hmm just what the doctor ordered and grins and gimbals at the camera <laughs> and that was um yeah that was done about a couple a couple of three weeks after um he was announced as doctor who yeah so i think um that was his first outing as a doctor i reckon mm. <laughs> he was in um, disguise a- april 4th of april 1981 the uk wins the eurovision song contest with making your mind up um we're still in because <laughs> i always associate um Eurovision Song Contest, at least these days, with being in May. But I think when I've talked with Martin and other people about Eurovision, it was on. It was that sort of little bit earlier, a month or so earlier. But uh, and it's obviously migrated across to May being the typical month. Or, or I might, I, might be I, wrong, uh, but. I bought that. So Shaking Stevens and this mm. old house, mm. and uh, Shaking Stevens was ninety nine pence. <laughs> And Bucks Fizz, Making Your Mind Up, was £1.20. And they were 45s. Mm. And I bought um, Shaking Stevens from my friend Carl Wilding. And um, and because I fancied his sister, I bought Making Your Mind Up for her. <laughs> That's when I was 11 years old. And I was whinging so much because I couldn't understand why... Um, uh, the records you used to buy, 45s, used to be under a pound, and I, I was really upset because I had to pay extra money out of my pocket money <laughs> to, uh, um, to to pay Making Your Mind Up by Bucks Fizz. Okay. Yeah, I do. I do. I Don't do, do that um, I do have a fondness for some Bucks Fizz songs. Um, what? Um, Land of Make-Believe's lovely, isn't it? 
Yeah. I quite like that. Coming of a lies. Um, yeah. Uh, can't, can't stand the heat. Uh, there's, a, there's, um, there's. They one... were very cheesy in their routines, though, weren't they? <laughs> their videos were very cheesy. Yeah. Although there's one one of my favourites, and it was a top ten hit, but I don't remember it from the time. Uh, and I was slightly distracted by liking ABBA and the Beatles at this period when when they, which wasn't necessarily, well, ABBA were still around in '81, but um, but anyway, um, there's a song. I think that, they were. Um, sorry, but Buxford did a single called "When We Were Young," which is one of my favourite songs by them. Yeah. One of my favourite songs of the '80s. It's not. It's got to like number ten, but it's not one that I don't think many people would remember. Um, but the video for that is them. It's supposed to be all like apocalyptic, uh, apocalyptic, and. They're sort of standing with like this sort of everything's tr- like garish colours and kind of it's all superimposed CSO and all that sort of thing. It, it, it uh, it's obviously very cheap, but um, it's a good song. <laughs> I think they were they were being trying to be too much like ABBA. To be fair, yeah, I think they were really emulating ABBA. But that was for a, for a group of that kind. That was really the um, most popular template around was ABBA, wasn't it? Yeah, they did have. It's funny because they had hits, but then they'd have a single that didn't. Uh, I think throughout most of their career, they they although to start with, a lot of their singles were doing were doing very well. A bit later on in their career, they might have a number one hit, and the next single might get to number thirty-seven or something. Um, uh, and then until, until they got to the stage where every song was getting not not very high chart positions. But uh, yeah, um, they went off to play in Butlins, then didn't they? Well, there've been Butlins, lots of different versions of them, and and and. The, the most yeah. the most popular version of them to this day isn't even called it's called the fizz not bucks fizz because three three of them are in the fizz because they don't own the name anymore but uh, unfortunately ah, nobody's that okay. interested in the the one that's left over who owns the name but uh, um, is that a young lady by any chance no it's one of the men who owns the name is it um, I didn't and know it's Cheryl Sh- and um, uh, the other t- and the other two who st- who still release albums and ah, probably appear at Gay Pride <laughs> um, yeah. etc etc um, but uh, um, 13th of April the long running science fiction series Doctor Who starts airing in Sri Lanka with the first part of Spearhead from Space which is a um, John Pertwee story so um, yeah I mean that, that would have looked I guess I guess that's only just over ten years old at this point, so maybe it didn't look quite as old fashioned. And also, Spearhead from Space is made on it's film, color. so yeah. Um, but uh, I don't, it doesn't tell you how many more, how, how long they did show it for. Um, <clears throat> I don't know whether because by this point there would have been some missing stories. Um, well, I guess, I guess not. Then, from, yeah. I guess there wasn't any. There wasn't that much missing from the seventies. Oh. Well, you you would have you would have had um, your things like your um, uh, invasion of the dinosaurs. Um, I think ambassadors would have ambassadors of death would have been a black and white copy. Um, Daemons would have been black and white except for the last episode. I don't even think we had the last episode at that point. We'd have to look it up. We're um, we're going to skip May because it just talks about su- no. Sunday Grandstand, which is sports. So. Um, oh, ziz, ziz, um, just like the lycra. <laughs> June, June, nineteen eighty-one, second of June. The music series Ralph Mataz makes its debut on ITV. It ran, ran for six years. Yes. Yeah. Wow. I, I. It wasn't till you said that. <laughs> I, wow. Yeah, I remember Razmataz. Yeah, 
it's pretty, it's pretty, I think Rasputin was pretty good. Um, yeah. Uh, but I always sort of forget that it was, that it ran for six years. I don't think I remember. I, I, if I saw it, I probably saw it more early on rather than... I remember the titles. Yeah. Very sort of uh, spangly. I was right. There's a, there's a song by the, the pop group Pulp called Rasmataz, which I'm sure it's got nothing to do with the, 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 the but it, it's one of my favourite songs by Paul, but it always reminds me of, of the TV series, uh, <laughs> even though there's no connection whatsoever. It's just one of those words, one of those expressions. That, um, it's a lovely word, though, isn't it? Razzmatazz. <laughs> it can be anything. It can be a showstopper. It mm. can be m- magic. Mm. It can be dramatic. It's wonderful, isn't it? Razzmatazz. Now... Now, into July, this must have been done deliberately. On the 27th of July, Ken Barlow and Deirdre Langton marry on Coronation Street. Um, and it's just two days before the real-life wedding of Charles and Diana. Um, and <laughs> the wedding of Ken and Deirdre is watched by over 24 million viewers. Um, uh, I think perhaps Charles and Di perhaps got 30 um, million but but still, <laughs> not but both, still, both yeah. pretty high, uh, high, um, and also Connecticut Street got in a couple of days early. So uh. yeah, exactly. See the, the the roles just copying it. Yeah, just copying it. Um, I don't know what you did. You did you go to any celebrations? We our school had celebrations, mm. and um, uh, we had to do. Um, we had to dress up in fancy dress, and I wasn't aware of this till the day, and uh-huh. I had nothing to wear. And so I went up into the loft, and uh, I got an old sombrero that we had, put that on my head, <laughs> and then drew a must, um, um, sort of seventies biker porn star moustache on, and put covered myself in a very large heavy blanket and shuffled <laughs> on on sandals, pretending to be um, uh, Mexican. <laughs> A Mexican sort of stereotype, I suppose that would be. Yeah. But um, at the end of the... Uh, and I had really a strong opinions about the royal wedding, and I didn't like it. I didn't like all this money being spent because we, we had next to nothing. And all this money was being spent on the royal wedding. And I refused. Um, once they did the, the judging, which I came third, which tells you how good the quality of the... Um, Good, the quality of the fancy dress was. I went home, and they um, they gave out the Charles and Di commemorative mugs, and I deliberately went home because I didn't want to be there because I didn't really agree with the, spending all the money on the royal wedding, and I was only eleven. I think I, I think Gosh. I do remember maybe there being some sort of village fate type thing or village event. I, me- I remember those mugs. So perhaps yeah. Um, Everyone got a mug, maybe. Um, but apparently, you wouldn't have got a Radio Times wedding, um, uh, a, a special edition um, magazine no? of the wedding because uh, it wasn't published in the end due to a printing dispute. So, um, uh. um, although for some reason they were releasing it at the start of August, I guess they want. I guess it was a. I guess I suppose it makes sense because you you want the photos from if you do it before. There, there is no photos of. I guess it, it, it was sort of something to have as a souvenir after the event. Well, it never happened, so who cares? Um, <laughs> on the eleventh of August, nineteen eighty-one, TSW takes over from Westwood Television, but continues <laughs> to use the Westwood name until nineteen eighty-two. 
yes. Uh, I, I, yes. Westford was probably one of the cheapest TV companies I'd ever experienced in my life. Because we lived, we lived in Dorset and we could pick up Westwood and we could pick up what was Southern Television in those days. And yeah, Westwood was really cheap. And I mean really cheap. Um, yeah, that was, was quite same, hilarious. It had, it's the same month that Southern sells its studios to TVS, which was... Uh, yes, well, they lost their franchise, which was very sad. A lot of people upset. We were upset because I, I don't know what it's like in other parts of the world that you... Do, you get sort of attached when you grow up with a regional television station, especially with the people who appear on it quite regularly, whether they be the news presenters or whether they be the ones that are in the in sort of the magazine programmes that we have. Um, you get really attached to them, don't you? Like it, it, it's 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 like having your own. I know it's it's like watching the big TV shows and being attached to things like Bruce Forsyth and the Generation mm. Game and things like that because that's a a family thing, but mm. I think when it's local and regional, I think it it, it feels a little bit more closer to home. Mm. Cheap, but closer to home. On the twenty seventh of August, Maura Stewart, um, aged thirty one at that time, is appointed as the BBC's first black newsreader. Um, she was in the first season of of the Adventure Game as well, wasn't she? Um, she was, yeah. Was that around the same time, I, I, I can't remember quite when the seasons are. But I think it must. Yeah, only a little bit late. Um, and it's kind of weird seeing her on the adventure game because she's having to do sort of acting and and you sort of think of her as being a newsreader. She's got like, legs. It was like the Angela Rippon yes, syndrome, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah, well, newsreader, we can see their legs. I don't know if she has an acting background. Um, to, I don't know if you any uh, if that's one of the area you know the, the ways into newsreading is to have done some sort of, some form of acting. Um, I don't know. Um, on the 31st of August, the network television premiere of The Omen, which um, that's quite a few years after it was made, um, the following morning, right. newspapers report numerous complaints of viewers being horrified after the showing of the movie. So. Yes, I would have been one of them, and uh, I remember it as you were saying it. This is the first time I'd ever seen a horror film, mm-hmm. and I was staying at my friend's parents, and my friend and I were in our rooms, and we thought we'd sneak in and... S- watch our parents watching a, a horror, watch his parents watching a horror film and I was 11 years old and I'd never seen The Omen and I got quite upset and I got as far as having David Warner's head sliced <laughs> off by a sheet of glass that was it I couldn't couldn't stay there much longer and I remember the furore over that did, really do that before or after Patrick Troughton get uh, is, was that before or after you get you see see Doctor Who being staked by a, a church deacon um, that, that's after <laughs> that's uh, it's a good thing you didn't get oh, that yes, would have well really traumatised yes. you'd still be covered up in a ball if, if, uh, thank you absolutely um, no. the, uh, the weird thing is we were talking about this earlier in the episode uh, and this probably explains why I was I wasn't half as young as I, I, I could have been when I saw this Fourth of September, nineteen eighty-one. ITV broadcast the feature-length pilot episode of *The Amazing Spider-Man*, starring Nicholas Hammond, Ooh. which was by then defunct, and so we probably weren't seeing it to eighty-one. In which case, yeah, that's probably why I do sort of remember it a bit. Um, but uh, so it's funny how they they still they still sell shows even after they uh, have kind of, you know you say, like, "What would you like to buy this show?" 
it, it, it flopped <laughs> in America, um, but you, we but thought I'm... you might like it. <laughs> well, there was that big thing in the um, late 70s, early 80s, especially over here, because TV companies were really um, squeezed for resources. Mm. That the, the, um, A lot of the TV companies, mainly the BBC, were accused of just buying loads and loads of American mm. shows in, weren't they? But yet a lot of those American shows ended up being quite a staple over here. Yeah. Um, what else can I tell you about? Oh, um, BBC... Oh, well, this is a... I don't even really remember this. Um, the BBC Globe, which is... How do we just explain that to, to listeners who don't know? Oh, it's like um, uh, it's like a round planet yeah. revolving, isn't it? It's yeah. sort of what they'd, uh, they'd have on screen as they said... And now on BBC One, we have the latest series of Lovejoy or whatever. Uh, it was just a, like an ident or whatever. Um, it says that in, on the 5th of September, it changes its colour from yellow on blue to green on blue. I I can picture the yellow on blue, but I can't picture green on blue. But me- I, can't, I can't picture the green one, no. Mm. I can really can't I don't know if it's, picture that. If they mean it's literally the same thing, but just a different colour, or whether they totally redesigned it. Um, no... Um, same, uh, well, no, two days later, BBC One airs the, the two-part adaption of Stephen King's Salem's Lot, oh, starring wow. David Simon and James Mason. Um, <laughs> I remember this. I do remember I, I do this. Have, I do have it on DVD at home, but that's another one. That, that's from too, 1979. Yeah. So it's, it's, again, that's almost two years after it was... I'm always surprised BBC One showed it. It feels more like an ITV, or something that ITV would have shown. But it was in two parts, yes, and it was true. shown after the news. And I distinctly remember it being shown after the news. Yes, yes. And I did stay up to watch it. And I, 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 I it didn't scare me, even when the massive great demon appeared, mm. mainly because um, they hadn't done the makeup properly, <laughs> and just below his collarline, you could see his normal colour of his skin, <laughs> and that blew it out of the water for me. But I remember that because I, I, David Soul was in it, mm. and of course he's, he's Starsky and Hutch, isn't yes, he? Yeah. One part of Starsky and Hutch. So yes, I remember being allowed to watch that at eleven years old oh. um, because the parents didn't think it'd be that bad. Good goodness, I guess I re- September, I guess is a time when traditionally new shows start. But hold fast to your seat, woman. Because we've got a whole, By we've got quite a few things that are starting in I'm, September. 8th, I'm right? strapped down. We've got Only Fools and Horses. What you can give me? We've got Only Fools and Horses. First season of that. First episode of that. Mm. We've got the Day of the Triffids, the, the adaption of the John Wyndham. Oh, yes. Uh, and I definitely know I saw that, and it absolutely petrified me. And I, it was clear. It was yep. obviously that my parents had let me watch it, and then they obviously saw that I was petrified, and I was forbidden for watching. The rest of it. Um, it's, it's a creep. It was a creeping opening titles that got yeah, me. Yeah, but also the first episode is very, when he's in the hospital and it's, it is very creepy anyway. Yeah. Uh, I I think when it was repeated in about eighty three, my mum sort of said, "Oh no, you're really scared of that last time it was on." But I was I was a big boy by by then, and uh, I was oh, at yeah. least ten by then by eighty three. <laughs> um, and uh, but I think my mum and dad must have been out a lot at. Um, uh, my dad would have like business dinners. And my mum would go along as well, and I think I had babysitters who let me watch it. So I did see it the second time. Um, also in September '81, Postman Pat starts kids show. That was for, that was something my brother watched a lot, and he was born in '82. So um, also realised it was that old. <clears throat> yeah, I guess it had to be for my for my brother to be into it. Sort of a year or so later, it would have been around then. Um, also at the end of September. Danger Mouse, 
Um, oh. Uh, so that's funny that because oh. uh, um, uh, David Jason does the voice for Danger Mouse, but he's also um, starting another TV show on, on BBC One. Uh, yeah. So, so yeah, that was a month. That was the, a, the legendary Cosgrove Hall production, wasn't it? The, um, Danger Mouse lived in a, a double pillar box mm. just on the corner of Baker Street. So, and the little car used to come out the bottom. So, which is best, Danger Mouse or Any Fools and Horses? There's only one right answer, Warren. Okay, it's going to be Danger Mouse then. Right answer. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I can hear certain people throwing things at the speakers. No, no, now. no. Danger Mouse wins every time. Uh, Absolutely. Um, Quipes, dear. <laughs> also, um, the same day as Danger Mouse, Bullseye, the darts-based game show, begun. Um, um, Fantastic. Here's what you could have won. My, 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 fr- my friend Dominic, who moved over to the UK, um, became slightly obsessed with um, with Bullseye. Jim Bowen? Well, no, or with, just with Bullseye. I don't know why. <laughs> I, I, don't, I never actually got around to asking him why. He, you know, he must have he must have found some repeat channel where it was being shown. Um, but uh, um, uh, TV Times is rebranded as TV Times Magazine. Magazine. There's so much in the it. The premise for the change. I never knew there was so much in it. The premise of the change of its name being that it now contains more than television listings. It still only covered ITV listings because it took another ten years for radio, to, at least another ten years for Radio Times and TV Times to. to, to and Channel Four came into yeah, it. Um, yes. But yeah, it was. It became more of a sort of weekly magazine. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I remember it, when it was originally TV Times, it was just listings. Mm. But yeah, there were more sort of um, well, what we would call um, human interest stories in it, I suppose. Cause, cause certainly in the late 80s, or early 90s, and I've been reading bits of my 1990 diary, I was keeping a scrapbook of things like Land of the Giants and Invaders, and I had to buy the TV Times and the Radio Times still, because at that point they... Radio Times had BBC One and BBC Two, and I, and TV Times had um, uh, ITV and Channel Four. So you had to to get the right the, to get the listings I needed. I had to buy both, but it, I, I think that changed relatively early in the nineties. But uh, by which point I wasn't interested in buying in buying it for scrapbooks. But there we go. Um, now, oh, this is weird. Um, October the eighth, ITV airs. Uh, Jaws for the first time, um, yeah. It's the television yeah. network television debut. So that's, I guess it's only six years. But I know we've commented as we've done the various years that it seems like a long time. Um, six, yeah, six years is the um, is the industry standard at that mm, point for yeah. things going to television. It got twenty three million viewers, um, which is almost as much as um, Ken and Deirdre's wedding. Um, Ken and Barbie. Yeah. Um, um, one of Prince Charles, sorry, King Charles's favourite films mm. is one of the films that scared him, mm-hmm. where the man pops up with his eye missing in the boat. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's quoted as saying that that um, he remembers watching it on the television mm. uh, the first time he ever saw it and being terrified when he saw that. Um, that really made him jump. I can see getting could jump, and we're going to have to. We're going to uh, have to. Yeah. Well, we've still got a couple of months to go. We'll 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 we'll. we'll plough on uh we've got Pride's Head Revisited um a television adaptation of Evelyn Waugh's novel in October 
them. Big successful yeah. channel, channel four, wasn't it? Um, no, ITV. Well, ITV, ITV, ITV sorry. Yeah, yeah. ITV, yeah, big success for ITV. Um, because it was always BBC that was mm, doing the, those the big of sort of dramas, but this time, yeah, ITV really wiped the floor with that. Um, 18th of October, BBC One starts to air season five of Dallas. Um, <laughs> I'm not quite sh- is, sure what... Is that the year that... Is that the year that JR got shot? I'm not quite sure. I do have. I some think that was '79. Yeah. I'm not sure because I, I remember lots of stickers on cars yeah, yeah. saying "Who shot JR?" Yeah. Um, the same day um, and, and the same channel. Uh, I, I, I don't know if this would on. I don't know if this would have been on before or after Dallas, but the first episode of Bergerac. Um, uh, starts on that Ooh. day. Um, no, Dallas is usually later on yeah, in the evening. So, but, oh, I don't know. Bergerac could have been after the nine o'clock pa- news, wouldn't it? Or it could be the way round that Bergerac was on between eight and nine. There was the news, then Dallas was on at half nine mm. till ten. I don't know. Wonderful um, series. Love Bergerac. Yeah, me too. Um, what else have we got? Uh, something about university. Oh, something about open university. I think we can skip that. Um, something about Scottish television and Oracle. Teletext service, I think we can jump that. Um, BBC Two starts its weekdays at the earlier time of 3.55pm in November. Um, the uh, TV licence increases from £34 to 46 for colour TV. And I wish it was £34 now. Yeah, 12 to 15 for black and white. From 12 to 15 for black and white. Um, Oh, 12th of November, Noel Gordon, eight times winner of the TV Times Awards for Best Actress, leaves Crossroads after playing Meg Richardson since the series began in 1964, having been sacked from the show. Although they had her back. Oh. They did, they did have her back. She was on a cruise liner, wasn't she? They yeah. found her on a cruise liner. Yeah, there was, there was an episode. the bar up. There was an episode, because I don't know if it was UK Gold, there was a period where I watched Crossroads uh, repeats from around... 82, 83, 84, um, and there was an episode where they went to Venice and um, for a honeymoon and met her in Venice. Oh, I that's think, right, yes. Um, and that was, I think that was probably... Uh, what else have we got? We've got... Um, most... There's mention about Jewel, the Steven Spielberg film, but it doesn't say whether it's oh, a debut yeah. because it's quite old by then, seventy-one. I was going to say um, that's that's quite an old doesn't film. Doesn't really yeah. say why why that's notable unless it was the debut. Christmas Day UK TV in December premiere of the nineteen seventy-nine Muppet movie on ITV. Um, <laughs> last episode of Pipkins on the 29th of December nineteen eighty-one. Wow. That's a kids show, which I, d- I don't really remember, but I have seen since. Um, scary, the scary, scary puppets. puppets. Yeah. Um, um, uh, yeah, anything else of no anything mixomatosis rabbits <laughs> yes um, I always used to think Hartley Hare had mixomatosis um, shows that came back after having a long break uh, open all hours because the first season was 76 and then Ooh. it came back from 81 to 82 and then 80 really yeah and then, and then 85 and then 2013 to now I don't know um, are you being served had had a break in 18 oh. um, mm-hmm. uh, and then it had a break in 82 and it had a break in 84 the last three seasons obviously weren't made were made with a year in between I suppose um, I, d- I didn't really n- know that um, 
Let's see what else. Anything else? No. I th- oh, well, the last episode of, of Blake 7, of course, uh, in December 81. <laughs> uh, Blake. The episode yeah. called Blake. Yeah, the last episode. Again, something I watched the other day. Mm. Yeah, we're, we're watching that season while I'm over at Nick's at the moment. Um, to the Manor Born finished. Uh, Wurzel Gummidge finished. Um, yeah. Soon uh, to be out on Blu-ray. Yeah, well, look, I think I'd better let you go over to speak to your Uncle John. I know we've been holding this back, but do your best. Have a word, have a word. I hope it goes okay. to see you uh, uh, do you fancy a beer uh, there's one in the fridge if you'd like to bring it in it's fine uh, come, come in Yeti Uncle John come in come in sit down take uh, a seat Ad. take uh, a seat uh, oh, take I've a seat got, no, I've, got there. You. I've got to come to you I thought you'd come to me oh, I'm coming you to come you come to me come sit come take a me. seat there lad all right all right right how are you doing comfortable are we oh yes I'm comfortable are we I'm fine yes I'm comfortable good good let's 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 ask you some questions lad right so why do I have to get the beer? Well, because I'm older than you. Come on, lad. Come on, lad. I'm Why older do than I have you, to get probably. the beer? Uh, because, well, because... because nay, nay. Who, who's guest here? Well, you're the guest, but... but well, oh, there it's you only go. a bit of a joke. It's only a bit of a joke. Come on, Warren. A joke, is it? But yeah. you're doing it all the time, Yeti Uncle John. You're doing it all the time, lad. <sighs> Can you not see it affects people? What do you mean? What, what are you suggesting? I'm suggesting that you should pull your finger out or wherever your finger is and sometimes do things for other people rather than expecting them to do things for I, you. I drive a taxi. I do things for people all Could the time. I paint, do I need to paint a picture for you? Should I use that I wall there and picture, paint a picture? Yes, you paint a picture if you like. Right, so if I paint a picture yes. of a refrigerator with beers in it... Yes... So, what do you do if you want a beer? Oh, and there's two of us in the room. I'll get you to get, get, get my beer for me. Cause, uh, uh, have you got legs? Yes, but they're tired. They're very tired legs. So do lots of... Yeah, work. but... You, yeah. Do lots of what? Walking. I walk over to the Magpie Hut and I drive and uh, I drive my car and I have to press a pedal on the car sometimes. Yeah. Do you th- not think other people are tired running round for you? Well, uh, well I mean, put it this way, lad. Put it this way, lad. When you were in shame jail, <gasps> did you have to do everything for yourself? I had people to do things did... for me. I had. Uh, so there you was didn't a swap out. So you, there, 
no, no. Um, I mean, Coconut Jim would do that for me. Uh, I, had, I had people, you know, I had a, there was a hierarchy, uh, and I somehow managed to get to the top of it quite quickly. Uh, Why? Why? What, what, why'd you do this, lad? Why'd you do it? Uh, uh, it's, it's just the world. people have a natural uh, respect for me. Why can't, you be, why can't you be equal like everybody else? Why has somebody else got to do your work for you, lad? Come on, come on, lad. Come I, on. I, I want a cough. I want a straight cough. I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't explain it to you. It's just the way it is. People treat me it like that. It shouldn't be like that. Do you think? No. Do you think other people like being treated like that? I mean, Cromarty, have you ever thought that? Cromarty's never, no? Cromarty's never um, complained. He, he likes to help that's people. Cromarty's, that's because Cromarty's a nice person and you take advantage of him. And you do take advantage of him. I've seen you several times, I, lad. Do you want me to give you chapter and verse? I, 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 it's just do you want to, me to give you a chapter and verse on what you do for Cromarty? You do nothing for Cromarty and he does everything for you. So it's about time you got off those piles and did something for him. Even if it's just getting him a cup of tea, there's no wrong with that. How can I find, How do I find out how to make a cup of tea? Can you can somebody teach me how to do it? I don't know about lad, these things. Lad, lad, yes, you got access to internet, haven't you? Yeah, well, mostly, except for when the magpies nibble the cables. But okay, you got YouTube. They'll show you how to make a cup of tea. There's no wrong with not knowing how to make a cup of tea, but there's a lot wrong with you not being able to do it for other people and expecting other people to do your stuff because one day it will come back and it will bite you, lad. It will bite you and it will bite you hard. I know about biting the magpies. It's pecking, I guess, but... Yeah. You've got to understand, and you've got to understand... People have lives too. It's not just you. The world does not revolve around you. As Galileo proved it. As, All right? Has Cromarty said something to you? Well, I, I don't no, know where this it's comes what, from. No, I'll tell you where it comes from. It comes from what I've seen. Oh. And deep down, no, deep down yet, Uncle John, yes. you're not the person you, you make out you are. You can't be that person because nobody can be as bad as that. Oh. You are really a nice person. You're just scared to show it. Don't be scared to show it. It's not a weakness. Oh. You're a good person. So uh, so I should make tea for property? Yeah. Anything else? Start on, start on something small. Well, you, you, your friendship will be stronger for it and you'll feel better for it because there's much more of a wonderful feeling for doing things for other I'll try, people. I try to equally, I try to equally, contribute to the, to the planet by making uh, computers made of cheese and finding out about magic. And, and I try, try, I try to go wonderful. for the bigger things. You know, try with the small things first and move up. Because if you if you play with the small things, they get bigger, don't they? And you get more satisfaction from it. I suppose so. I suppose I can give it a go. Give it a go. For, I tell you what. Give it a go for a couple of weeks and come back and tell me yeah. what's changed and how you feel about it. Yes. It's not about having power over somebody else, lad. Oh. It's about being able to share the world with them. Oh. All right, oh. lecture over. Well, OK, thank you very much. I'll, I'll go and make you a cup of tea. How do That'd you take it? That would be very kind, thank you. How do you take it? it? Um, slowly, surely and in a mug, please. All right.
I think um, I think you did a good job on him. I don't know, you know. I, th- I think I went a bit Northern Barlow. I well, think I did a full Barlow. Well, on I think that's what he needed to have. Um, but um, you know, we've we've been chatting and recording, and um, I don't quite know uh, how things have gone. But I think perhaps we'll play a bit of music and then we'll have a peek in and see if things have changed between um it's nothing between, like having a little peek co- down again yeah. is there? Well, just to see how it's yeah. bubbling well let's play a little bit of music and when we come back we'll, 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 we'll Ooh, peek through the lovely. through the round window and see what see what's going on Let's have a look through the round window. Cromarty, would you like a, a cup of tea? Uh, yes, I would like a cup of tea, thank you very much. I asked for one about half an hour ago. Uh, well, I'm terribly sorry, I, I, I really didn't mean to uh, offend, uh, but um, yes. Well, where is it and where are those biscuits? I thought you were making biscuits. Uh, I was, but uh, I've not made biscuits before. I... Uh, well, I don't want to hear your excuses. I can make biscuits, so so can you. You can learn. Oh, I can can learn, but uh, oh, I, I might make a mistake. Uh, they might not be very good. No, 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 no. No, that's not good enough for you, Uncle John. Not at all. I want them here now. And, oh, don't uh, remember, I, I need you to go and fetch my library books from the library. Oh, is there such things as libraries these days? Of course there is, Yeti Uncle John. I've told you where my library is. It's only 30 miles away. 30 miles away? Yes, and I know your car is in the uh, the garage, but, uh, well, I think that you just need to walk. And uh, also there's that shopping list. Oh, yes, I'll do that. I'll do that, Cromarty. Uh, 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 and and, and uh, uh, what do you like for your tea? Well, I told you I went uh, a six-course dinner, uh, not beans on toast, then. No, not beans on toast. I want the a la carte menu that I emailed to you earlier. Have you looked at your emails? Oh, no, I'll go and do that, sir. Uh, right, I'll just do that. Well, well good. Well, well, good. Oh, dear. Warren, I think... I think we've created a monster. This isn't quite what you... I mean, I don't quite know how we've had this ter- complete turnaround. We've got Yeti Uncle John cowering and... He's gone to the dark side. is like... Yeti Uncle John used to be. Do you think it's going to? Ba- do you think things will balance out? Will just calm down? I hope so. If 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 it doesn't, then we're going to have to have another chat. Yeah, I think I think things will balance out because I hope you know, so. Cromarty will it, eventually. It, he's not used to no. having so much cooperation, yeah. is he? And I think eventually Yeti Uncle John will move back towards the middle ground of being a bit. And perhaps perhaps th- this is the inevitable sort of um, situation, but. Uh, um, yeah, oh dear. Well, um, 
Well, Warren, thank you for coming to help and thank you for talking to me about... It's been an absolute yeah. pleasure. It's always a pleasure to keep it up, uh, keep up our acquaintance. Yes, yes. And, uh, and, and the characters. And I, and I, I, yes, I'm, so, I'm sorry I was sort of call you in when there's a bit of a, a, a palaver going on, but uh, you are good no, at palavers. palavers are so, good. Yeah. Well, yeah. It, uh, any, oh, I, I've been in all positions. Yes, yes. I saw, I saw, I saw the website. Now, um, mm. listeners, thank you for listening. We'll um, have one back. We'll have one back soon. And uh, yeah, we'll, don't go away because you know we'll, we'll we'll check in on on them again before the end of the show. And uh, uh, yeah, it'll be fine. It, it, it will be fine. <laughs> oh, dear, oh dear. Um, so um, yes, um, thanks for listening, and we'll say goodbye for now. Say goodbye. Bye for now. Yes. Goodbye for now. Listeners, it's, it was lovely to have Warren back, wasn't it? Uh, he's so good on the show. He's so good with the uh, with the regulars. But oh, sorry, phone. Uh, some, hello, Faithy, uh, can I help? Hello, 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 hello. Is there anybody there? Uh, I'm here. Can, can I help? Hello. Um, is Yeti Uncle John there? I'm. Um, he's about, but I'm afraid he's a bit busy. What's, what's he about? Oh, well, we're never too sure. I can take a message. Who's calling, please? Ah, could you tell him? Could you tell him Coconut Jim? Yes, that's me. I'm Coconut Jim. Coconut Jim. Hello, everyone. I'm Coconut Jim. Uh, um, right. And does he have he has your number? Oh, I hope so. It's tattooed on the back of his... Now, which part of his anatomy was it? Anyway, I'm it's sure tattooed there it somewhere. Yes, I'm sure he'll know. Well, thank you, Jim. I'll, I've heard of you. I've heard mention of you. Oh, I'll, thank I'll, you. I'll, thank I'll, you. I'm sure he'll call I'm you back I'm Coconut Jim. Good, great. Um, I'll, I'll leave a message and he'll call you back. Thank I'll you. Bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> uh, oh, dear. How strange. Um, that is weird. Listeners, that's very weird. There's two different people calling themselves Coconut Jim. Of call today, neither of them sound the same, and I don't know. That's that's most odd. Um, I'm going to have to go and look. Uh, I can hear the theme music coming. Warren's still here, and I'm I'm, I'm I've got to speak to him, but before he goes, uh, we, we, we're going to we're just going to see how um, Cromarty and, and uh, Yeti Uncle John are. Anyway, um, uh, music theme music coming. Um, bit of Warren before we go. <laughs> okay.
It's been good, but yeah, definitely time to come home now. This show is part of the Pride 48 Network. Find more shows over at pride48.com. Oh dear, <laughs> what's going on now? Oh, it's the Shy Life Podcast. Let's go. I have a voice. I have a voice. You have a voice. You have a voice. We have a voice. We have a voice. Unique voices in podcasting. Univospods.net. Um, um, Warren, before you go, can, I think we'd better go in and, and talk to, 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 to Cromarty and, and Yeti Uncle John. Okay. Um, just to see how they are. Um, uh, Yeti Uncle John, uh, Cromarty, how, how are you doing? Uh, fine. Uh, hello, Warren. Hello, uh, how are Cromarty. you? <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm glad. I'm fine, thank you. How are you, how are you doing? I, I, I'm fine. Um, w- w- would you like to make yourself... Uh, Tea? Uh, oh, yeti Uncle John could make it for you. <laughs> How about... Uh, yes, I-, I could make it for you. That's very uh, kind of you, Yeti uh, Uncle John. You're a very I'd kind person. I'd love to make you a cup of coffee. Uh, but, yes, um, um, I- I'll go and do that. That's very uh, kind of you, but only only if you want to. I want to, yes. I want to make a cup of tea. But, but don't don't... Don't let people walk all over you. There needs to be that happy, happy land we all meet yes. in the middle for both of you. Because if you don't come together, then you're both going to go off in separate directions and you're never going to talk to each other, are you? Yeah. Um, uh, Cock Property, how are you? Is everything okay? Uh, yes. Uh, a woman had a talk with me. I've been rethinking things. Y- yes. Um, um, we, we did peek through the window and we saw... Uh, we were a bit concerned that perhaps things had gone, you know, almost the reverse, that you were bossing Yeti Uncle John around. Oh, I, I did. I wasn't quite sure where to, to pace myself. I think that's what I, where I went sort of uh, instinctively. But uh, I, I'm sorry, Warren, have I, have I gone too far? I think uh, you I, went I, a little bit too far, but you've got to find the right rhythm. Once you get yes, a good rhythm yes. um, okay. and you can move back and forth with 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 um with yes. with yeti uncle john get yes. the rhythm you'll be fine that you're both comfortable with that position i i, I would like that position with yeti uncle john i uh, i see what you mean i i will try and tone it down a bit thank you for your help no my pleasure uh, that's right my um, pleasure I, let's just go and say hello to yeti uncle john yeti uncle john how's the tea going oh, it's fine sir uh, it's fine Yeti uncle john um I, look i know Warren spoke to you about you know being a bit more respectful of, of, of comedy, but I think things have gone a bit too far. Are you OK? Uh, yes, I wasn't quite sure where to draw the line. I can see what you mean, because he's been telling me to do things, like uh, walk 30 miles to a library. Uh, and I can imagine, I can think back to times when I asked him to do things that were almost as ludicrous. Uh, I, I, I do understand. Well, um... What do you think, uh, Warren? Um, I think that's positive. We, if you understand yeah, that's what you were doing, then perhaps you can meet yes. in the middle there. Or in not yeah, or not at both ends, but in the middle. Yeah. I think you both need... We've talked to Cromarty. We think you need to just sort of meet halfway um, and do things for each other and, and, and not just for each other, for other... You know, it's not just your relationship with Cromarty, it's your relationship with, with everybody. Oh, I never asked you to do stuff, Paul. 
well, no, but you did put me through quite a bit, just being around you. The whole shame jail incident, you know, that was very stressful for me. It's all about you, isn't it, Paul? Uh, Getty Uncle John. Look, um, one's got to go in a minute. So, um, you, you know, any questions, please speak to him before he goes. But I've got a couple of messages for you. It's a bit complicated. Uh, yes. Um, uh, Coconut Jim rang this morning. I didn't have a chance to tell you. Um, he wants you to call him back. Coconut, Coconut Jim rang? Yes, uh, sort of deep voice. Um, um, oh, yes, it's, I must call him a, give him a caller. The old chat arse. Great to hear from him. Yeah, yeah. Who, and who is the other phone call from? Ah, oh, that's the complicated thing. Uh, the other person who called, um, well, he said his name was Coconut Jim. Uh, guy with a high voice. Oh, uh, what? Well, exactly. That's what I was said to the listeners. How can Coconut Jim call twice? with a different voice. I mean, what does Coconut Jim actually sound like? Well, he can be a little bit low, a little bit high. Depends on, you know, uh, the time of day. Well, so maybe it was the same guy. Oh, I don't know. Do you have recordings? Oh, well, I might have recordings, because I was doing the show at the time. I'll play them to you. Uh, I think you should ring them back. Do you have... You can't have two numbers. Oh, anyway, look, this is your problem to sort out. Um... And, and, and yes, please sort it out. Uh, it's adding complex subplots to this, this this episode. Oh, terribly sorry, Paul. I'll go and sort it out. I'm just going to make, make this cup of tea for you all first. Well, do that. Anyway, Warren, there you go. Well, thank you very much for your help. Um, uh, more mysteries. No, no, thank you. Yeah, more mysteries as usual. Yeah, definitely. What is Coconut Jim yeah. doing with two voices? Yes, um... I guess we'll find out again next time. Um, I'm not keen about Yeti Uncle John getting back. I, I might, we might have to see how things go with uh, Coconut Jim. And um, yeah, I, I maybe he sounds a bit of a it might be hard character. Yeah, it might be something. It, it might be something that where we need you around to kind of to, to, to make judgment whether on whether their friendship is something we should encourage. But uh, anyway, mm. um, you can always come over and talk about TV again. Um, and, uh, oh, absolutely, yeah. and, and and other things. Yes, other things. And it's it's great to, it's great to see everyone as well. Yes, brilliant yeah. to see everyone. Well, you'll probably have to. It's always good to talk to you, Paul. Yeah, it's always good. To and talk I'm sure to your you. fan club will want to check in on you. So, anyway, right, well, <laughs> um, I hope not. <laughs> okay, well, we'll say goodbye. <laughs> um, safe journey home. Uh, bye. <sighs> Thank you. Bye bye now. Bye, everyone. Bye. Goodbye, goodbye, Warren. Oh, yes. Goodbye. Is he waiting for his tea? Yeah, yeah, he'll have his tea, but we're stopping recording now. Oh, right, okay. Does he want a, does he want a biscuit? I'm sure he'll want a biscuit, yes. Oh, Ooh, and a pat of cake biscuit. Uh, I'm a big fan of his poetry. Oh, my God. Is this show over with yet? He I'm flabbergasted. Flabbergasted. Oh, Paul, he's so sweet. Dealy! Hi, Dealy. This is just the weirdest thing I've ever heard. 588, 588, 588, 588, 588, 588, 588, 588, 588, 588, 588, 588, 588, 588, 588, 588, 588, 588, 588, 588, 588, 588, 588, 588, 588, 588, 588, 588, 588, 588, 588, 588, 588, 588
Oh, it is no, mine, yeah, no, no, the mesh and rubber gloves, that's the thing. Him, 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 him. 500. What's wrong with me? Why can't I count? Oh, Lord.